This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's time for a look back on today's match. This is the Full-Time Report with the voices of our Atlanta United, Mike Conti and Jason Longshore. Today's game is brought to you by Equifax, proud partner of your Atlanta United, The Home Depot, with more ways to help take on your home projects delivered right to your door. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. AT&T, the official wireless partner of Atlanta United, Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing, and Piedmont, an official health care provider of Atlanta United. The home for MLS in Atlanta. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Here's the voices of our Atlanta United, Mike Conti and Jason Longshore. Well, uh, for the third straight season, really, Atlanta United begins the second half of the season with uh, a really dull note. A 3-0 loss tonight at home to Austin, uh, where things kind of avalanched in a, a very quick way. Austin getting a goal against the run of play in the first 10 minutes doubling their lead and then the Matt State really uh, putting Atlanta United in a risky defending position in the second half and Austin's able to get uh, the third goal from Sebastian Drusi. Th- this is going to be one of those nights where I, I think Jason the scoreline is going to be um, it's going to generate strong reactions and I-, I don't necessarily think it's wrong to have a strong reaction to a 3-0 home loss it's never happened before for Atlanta United but again when you've had 20 players miss games due to injury this year uh, including more than a few missing this match tonight due to injury uh, when you're putting teenagers in positions where they have to go up against strong MLS players uh, you're gonna have defensive errors and and I'm not excusing anything, but I do think we are starting to see now with Atlanta United having won only one of their last nine MLS matches. The reality is the injuries have really caught up to this team. Yeah, it's it's tough because there's knock on effects from all of it. And that's the, the challenge here is there's just knock on effects in terms of continuity. There's knock on effects in terms of chemistry. Those things haven't been able to happen. You've had to go out into the transfer market or into your your second team and bring guys in, and you're trying to build some continuity. I I think in a perfect world, at this stage of the season, Gonzalo Pineda has his rotation down. He knows what his 11 generally is. Of course, you're going to see guys come and go just a little bit, but you're going to know who then your subs are, your impact subs to help close out a game or to help go get a game. 
there's no way to know that right now with the all the changes that you've made there's really no way to have those answers and you're having to kind of figure this out on the fly it's a huge challenge for this coaching staff one thing that we didn't get a chance to talk about because we were in break at the end of the the match notice Diego De La Torre go over to Caleb Wiley and really have a one-to-one -one with him and try to pick him up Caleb Wiley is a very confident young player we've talked to him before but he knows the mistake he made on that second goal. He, he knows the mistake he made in, in at Red Bull. He had a good match at Yankee Stadium to bounce mm -hmm. back from that. But these are the ups and downs with a young player. De La Torre goes over to pick him up because you have to have him. If not for Wednesday, for next weekend. Because you have to get good performances out of him. We talked about Porata coming out at halftime to talk to him. That stuff is important, and it's stuff that doesn't get noticed, and you have to see what the response is going to be. This is the reality, and, and I think people misconstrue when we talk about the injuries as an excuse that everything's okay. No, it's no, a factor. It's an explanation. It, it's, it's not an excuse. That's it, two totally different things. I think where I'm at with it is it's a factor. You can't ignore Atlanta United 2022 when you talk about this season you can't ignore the injuries if you do you're doing a disservice to everybody involved it's a factor in the conversation and it's a factor in more than just bodies lost it's a factor in everything with the well, chemistry it, of the team and, and just to build off that it when you have the amount of injuries that you have it reduces the margin for error for your healthy players and yeah. I'll say objectively there were a couple non-injured players for Atlanta United tonight and weren't very good Quite frankly, and that happens too, and I that mean. does happen. Yeah. It, it, uh, but quite frankly, I could point to a couple different players who I thought, frankly, were not very good tonight. And that's it. it, it, it when you talk about the knock-on effects, that's the knock-on effect right now. When you're so uh, decimated by injuries, it, it, your healthy players, from role players to designated players, have got to be so much better. And some of those players, in my opinion, were just not very good tonight. The man of the match brought to you by Heineken. Mateus Ozatu was very good tonight, especially when you look at his long ball accuracy, his passing accuracy out of the midfield, 95% tonight. Mateus Ozatu, our man of the match. Yeah, I think the defensive work from him as well, two interceptions, two tackles, so four defensive actions. He was good on the dribble, three of three. 95% passing, 6 of 7 on the longer passes. Only lost possession five times in, in his role and with the amount of touches he had. That's incredibly impressive. He's been a stalwart for this team. I think you want even more from him because we've seen how good he can be at times. But think of all the different players he's played next to this season, the way it's gone. He's one that has worn the armband, and he's one that I feel like really has to take some ownership over the way these games go and it's probably not his personality because he's a pretty quiet guy we see but when he's playing well I think that feeds off the feeds into the rest of the team I, I think it it's a little contagious and he needs to play with that personality play with a little bit of a swagger because he had a great night tonight one of the Atlanta United players who really stood up tall so, Mateus Ozetu, the man of the match, brought to you by Heineken. The statistical recap brought to you by Piedmont, official health care partner of Atlanta United. And, you know, again, here we go. Shots were 19 to 10 Atlanta. Shots on target 4 4. Possession 62 38 Atlanta. Key passes 14 to 5 Atlanta. 
Matt State was affected by the three-goal deficit, yeah. but still, um, you know, that's a decided statistical edge to Atlanta. I, this goes to my point of Atlanta not being unlucky to lose tonight, but maybe being unlucky to be clean-sheeted. The XG was 2.64 to 1.21. Austin, Brad Stuver made a really good point-blank save on George Campbell on a header, but again, at that point, it was already 3-0 in favor of Austin. But I do think Atlanta United, just for what it's worth, maybe a little unlucky to be clean-sheeted tonight. Uh, the corners were 9-0 Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta twice as many crosses as Austin. The um, uh, the duels were 55-45 Atlanta. Like, again, a pretty clear statistical edge to Atlanta, but a lot of that is affected when you go down 2-0 in the first 17 minutes. The game state is a huge factor there. The biggest number on the stat sheet that I think is important in breaking this one down is big chances. Five for Austin, zero for Atlanta. I, I think, one, you give credit to Austin for the way they defended because they didn't give up any big chances, and they did a great job defensively. But by getting that early goal, they didn't have to open up. They didn't have to really extend themselves too much. And Austin, every time they went forward, they looked dangerous. When you convert on three big chances out of five, yeah, you're going to win games. Yeah. Uh Tad harsh, I think, that George Campbell wasn't given a big chance for that header. But uh, I'm, I'm, it's a, cor a corner's I'm, not going to get a big chance generally. Well, and I've never been an official scorekeeper either. So yeah, <laughs> big, big chances is a, 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 a somewhat subjective stat. Yes, it's it's the it's more on the way the chance is created and what it turns into. Like a corner, you're not going to get that. You think of the goals that Austin scored; all of them were big chances. Yeah, and they had a couple more, too. The one off the post is probably one of them. All right, Pineda has not yet come to the microphone. I you, there's a lot of work I can't to do. say I'm surprised. No, uh, no, I, there's a lot. It, it's a lot it, of work on both sides. Yeah. Because you have to, to get into the mistakes a little bit, but you also have to pick guys up because you're you're back here Wednesday. Yeah. You know, and you well, can't that, let this linger. That, that That's a really good point. We're going to go to break. Hopefully yeah. we'll hear from Pineda when we come back. We'll have the highlights as well. That's a really important point. Um, and I understand that social media is not a reflection of real life, but I'm <laughs> seeing a lot of people jumping off a cliff tonight, and I think that's very, very um, – that might be a decision you would want to reconsider because there is a long way to go in this season. We're only 18 matches into it. Atlanta United is only five points below the playoff line. They were outclassed tonight by Austin. Austin might win the Supporters' Shield this year. You're seeing the gap between Austin and Atlanta United, but there is still a long way to go in this season, and it's regrettable. Um, you know, you heard the boos at full time. I thought that was regrettable as well. There is still a lot to support of this team. They will get healthy. They are going to get healthier. There's a long way to go, and I, I think it's just way, way too early, way too early to check out on this team, and that's the balance that Gonzalo Pineda is going to have to strike tonight to Jason's point. You're going to have to hold your players accountable, but you've also got to pick them back up for Wednesday. We'll take a break. Hopefully we'll hear from Pineda, and we'll have the highlights after this following Atlanta United's 3-0 loss to Austin tonight on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Back to the full-time report. The home for our Atlanta United is Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 3-0 loss for Atlanta United tonight to Austin FC. Back on the full-time report here at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Pineda still has not come to the podium. It's been, I'd say, at least 20 minutes now, and this is uh, uh, an unusually long amount of time for him to um, uh, not come into the media room, but you, uh, he's got a lot to deal with right yeah, now after on a 3-0 on, loss. On a quick turn, yeah, he does because you have less time. You, you have less time to do the – the recap of this one and break everything down and get ready for the next one. Everything's compressed. you got to do that now. Might be getting some action now in the media room. Let's go downstairs to that. I think Pineda is taking his seat. I'm hearing some stirring down there. No, it's just folks yeah, talking. Just folks it. talking. Okay, well, hey, but that's progress. At least people are in the media room Yes, now. people are in the media room. We well, know that. Uh, while we wait for that, I can tell you that Atlanta United uh, wants to remind you that for each Atlanta United clean sheet this season, they'll donate $2,000 to Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. This year's donation total currently $6,000. Uh, I can tell you Charlotte won tonight over Nashville 4-1. They had 37,000 people in Charlotte tonight. Between Atlanta and Charlotte, almost 104,000 people in attendance at soccer matches in those two cities tonight. New York Red Bulls and Cincinnati even at one. That is in stoppage time. If that score holds, the Red Bulls go to first in the East on 33 points. They go to first because they would have one more win than Philadelphia. Um, so uh, how about that? Kansas City won at Montreal tonight, 2-1. Big one for them. Toronto down 2-0. They come back and they get a, a draw against San Jose, 2-2. Chicago now leads Columbus 2-1. That's in the 68th minute. I believe Orlando and Miami are in a weather delay. Yes. I show that they have not kicked off. Dallas has a 1-0 lead at Houston. That is at halftime. Uh, with Chicago leading Columbus, 
that would uh, Atlanta United would stay ahead of uh, Chicago on the table by virtue of goal difference, but they would both be on 20 points. That would pull Columbus back closer to Atlanta United. Columbus would be on 22. Right now you have five points separating 7th from 12th in the Eastern. Well, really, six points separating 6th from 12th right now. 5th from 12th, excuse me, uh, because Charlotte's in there as well. So, you know, again, for, for those of you out there who are going at Jason and I right now on Twitter, um, I, I just I, I want to reiterate again, like, Look, Jason and I are both not pleased at all with how this season has gone and how tonight went, and by no means are we making excuses for this team, but we wouldn't be doing our jobs objectively if we did not consider that this team still has 16 matches to play. You're going to get Gutman back. You're going to get Hernandez back. You're going to get Lennon back eventually. Um you're you're going to get Heinemann back. It, it, it's going to be a different scenario when you get healthy. Now, what you have to hope for, obviously, is that no one else gets hurt on top of what you've already dealt with. Yeah. That's what you have to hope for. It's, it's, it's tough for Pineda, and, and look, this is part of the conversation. I'm sorry if, if it offends some folks out there who, who want to yell on the Bird app, but you have to figure out right now if you're Gonzalo Pineda and his coaching staff, who can you count on? What lineup gives you the most security? How you can get some results? There are 16 games left. That's a lot. There are a lot of points on the table. If you blow it up and fall apart in game 18, you're not doing yourself any good. You've got to find a way. The team talk is still going. I'm hearing from from downstairs, which okay. again is is understood. Um, you have to find a way, and and you don't have the time to figure it out. That's the challenge for this coaching staff. You look at teams who who have been in these situations before, not with the injuries because it's unprecedented. Um, it, it's about what you do going forward and when you have a team that you're trying to settle on who who your starting 11 is how you play in terms of shape consistently what consistent changes you make to protect leads or to to come back from from deficits you're at the point of the season where you've started to settle in you might have a question here or there about you know is it is it this right back or the other right back is it you know this player being that impact player off the bench for atlanta the, the challenge is you don't have any data to back that up right now. And you don't have really a lot of solutions beyond the players that are playing at the moment. You know, you don't have any other fullback options that give you security defensively at the moment. Mikey Ambrose hasn't been able to work his way into it. Now, maybe he gets an opportunity because Caleb Wiley's had a couple of rough outings. But he hasn't been able to push into it. There's no other fullbacks purely. Machop Chol has played fullback, and he's been surprisingly pretty good at fullback. But you play him for 90 minutes in a situation where he has to defend on his heels. Is he going to help you defensively in those moments? Chances are probably not. But that's the bet you have to try to make. Does that make you better? Maybe, but you don't know. Does Parata come in and, and solidify things defensively? I like the leadership that I saw from him with Wiley at halftime. I liked what I saw from him in his debut. Does it get better with him? Do you have to play three center backs because of that? Now you can because you have more than three center backs that are healthy. But these are all things that normally you sort out over time. 
You don't have time. And, and you don't have the ability to make big, dramatic changes. And we'll just have to see where this goes. It's, it's a crazy situation, and these are why coaches really get paid the big bucks in these moments because this is not about data and about watching tape and about all of those things. This is about reading emotion and reading the room and figuring out, hey, I don't have what I plan to have this season. I don't have what we worked on a month ago in training. This is what I got, and I got to get results out of it. And that's probably what Gonzalo is talking about right now with this team in the locker room because you're back here a few days from now, and you've got to get three points in that. Yeah, I, I mean, that that's a really good point. And, um, you know, as the team talk continues, I think we'll go to highlights in a second. But I, I think you've made a really, really key point. And, again, I know there's a lot of people out there uh, tonight who just want to scream loudly about um, this team and their shortcomings right now and and – that's not necessarily something that Gonzalo Pineda can do at this point. Um, th the team might be in a fragile state mentally, and what happens over the next 48 to 72 hours, the messaging from the technical staff could go a long way to restoring this team's confidence or it could shatter it entirely. Yeah. And this is where I trust Gonzalo Pineda with his – extensive experience in this league his extensive experience working with brian schmetzer in seattle likely has a good feel for the situation right now and i would anticipate his comments to the media will reflect that attitude but while we wait for pineda to come into the room let, let's get to the highlights here are the three goals we'll go through them in quick succession atlanta united giving up the first goal clearly against the run of play to felipe in the ninth minute here it is austin countering from right to left now with fagundes behind center circle dribbles up to the halfway line and continues mcfadden backpedaling as it slipped down the left wing to john gallagher in a race with arruja to the end line and gallagher is going to get on it he's going to dribble into the corner and keep it in play cut back to fagundes intercept though by Ibarra. Fagundes though on the second ball squaring to ring. Ring sends it to the top of the 18 where it's controlled by Felipe. Felipe gives it to Owen Wolf. Drop back into the midfield ring. Sent down the middle where it's poked away by Alan Franco. The second ball then headed by Franco out to Almada. Cisneros then gives it away in the midfield. Here's Felipe again. Top of the 18 into the far corner. Crossed by Finley. Header. Score! Felipe in the ninth minute, and Austin, the highest-scoring team in MLS, scores first here at the Benz. Missed on the first goal, would score the second goal for Austin eight minutes later. Dribbling into the center of the park, Cascante to the edge of center circle. Long diagonal into the near corner for Fagundes. He's got it. He dribbles to the corner of the 18. Bounces across in. That's flicked at the edge of the six. Into the net. 2-0 Austin. And that uh, goal again scored by Ethan Finley. 2-0 at halftime, although it looked like Atlanta United had a lot of momentum going into halftime, but they were unable to get that goal to cut the Austin lead in half. And then the dagger goal coming in the 57th minute with uh, Sebastian Drusi, who now has 11 goals on the season, subbed on at halftime and scoring off this rebound of the crossbar shot. Now here's Felipe playing it down the near touchline. Race to the ball, across to a wide open Yaruti shot, off the crossbar, and then rebounded in by Drusi, and it's 3-0 Austin. Three goals against the run of play for Austin tonight. 
They were all against the run of play, but they also occurred. Yeah, the one that's the most against the run of play is that last one, and, and that's the one that ends it as a competitive match. And it's one we talked about coming into the second half, what was important for Atlanta United. I thought the intensity was good. I thought the, the response from the halftime break was good. Atlanta looked its best in the moments from the 46th minute, the start of the 46th minute, until that goal's conceded. And you go back and watch that goal. This is why you can't fall behind, because Campbell steps up to midfield to pressure, which he has to do at this point, and he did pretty well today, but he didn't win the ball. It's bounced back to Felipe, who plays it up the right side. That leaves Alan Franco in a very extended 2v1. And Alan Franco's got two choices at that point, and I don't think he made the wrong one. Uh, he, he has to either hold his ground and allow the player to dribble in from the right and put in a, either a dangerous cross or take a shot because Campbell's not getting back. Nobody's getting back to help Franco at that point. Or he's got to gamble and, and step up and try to win it. He doesn't. He's about a foot off. And then the shot looks like he's going to get bailed out. The shot goes off the crossbar, but it's a perfect bank over and it's put home. That's what ended it. But you had to get stretched to try to defend at that point because of conceding the first two. And we've talked about the first two extensively. The first one is well worked after a turnover about 25 yards from goal. And the second one, it's a mistake from Caleb Wiley. And he gets punished. And the team gets punished. And that's what puts you in the situation where then you don't have any room for error. And you made errors. The hot play of the match tonight brought to you by Scana. For over 20 years, Scana Energy has made it easy for Georgians to receive the best natural gas rates and excellent customer service. Call 877-467-2262 to sign up today. All right. Uh, the team talk continues. We'll take another break. And uh, as soon as Pineda comes to the podium, we'll, we'll go to that live. Uh, we'll also take your questions and comments on Twitter after this. Send them in to us at MyConti929 and at Longshoe. And the full-time report continues in a moment following Atlanta United's 3-0 loss to Austin this evening on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. With more full time report on Sports Radio 929 The Game. All right, uh, back at Mercedes Benz Stadium, Atlanta United falling to Austin tonight, 3 0, their most lopsided home loss ever. And we are still waiting for Gonzalo Pineda to come to the media room. Uh, longest wait ever. Longest wait, yes, by far. Uh, Understandable, though. Yeah, I mean, he's got a lot to address. And, uh, again, I think Jason has hit on a very important point here that there is um, there is an emotional fragility right now to this team. And 
Pineda is not necessarily in a position where he can go into that dressing room right now and break the dry erase board. Or uh, well, he's got to read it. Like that's the thing right. is is maybe maybe that is what was called for. Could maybe be. it's not, and, and maybe it's somewhere in between. That that's the hard thing here is we just don't know. And with a game on Wednesday, you don't have time to just go your separate ways at the end of the night and that's it because your, your starters aren't going to train tomorrow your reserves will get a session in you'll have some region you'll have a session on monday that needs to be good it needs to be a strong training session on monday tuesday is a lighter day more fine you know finer tuned things not a physical day and, and then you're playing wednesday so you just have limited time you got to make every minute count and right now, Gonzalo Pineda and I would assume members of the team speaking as well. That's a guess on our part just because it's gone on so long. This is important, and, and this is critical for getting things the rest of the way where this club wants them to be. Uh, it, it's also where I think you miss your your leadership a little bit, and Brad Guzan is someone you might be missing right now uh, as someone who could be vocal in the room. Uh, he might be in the room and, might, yeah, and, that's and very might true. be vocal yeah. because, I mean, Gonzalo's talked about it throughout the, the time after Brad's injury that he's been very involved, and maybe he is. Um, maybe Osvaldo Alonso is another player that you expected to be into these situations and be vocal in these moments. So, look, you've got you've to get it right by the time you leave that room. And it, it's important for them to do that. And if that means, you know, the, the media conference is delayed, well, that's just the reality of the situation. Uh, all right, let's get to some of the questions and comments on Twitter. At Mike Conti, 929 and at Longshoe. Uh, let's start with Kyle Dobson. Just leaned over to my buddies and said, have they ever lost 3-0 or even 4-0 at home? Well, now you know. Yes, and that was tonight, first time ever. Uh, Ricky Ricardo, by far the worst showing at home I've seen for this team. Not being clinical enough in the final third led to our defense being sliced and diced. I'm not sure there is a built-in solution with all of these injuries either. You're going to have to go outside the box, and that's the, the challenge of it is, you know, do you play three center backs? What does that mean to sacrifice somebody else? Because to add a center back, you got to take something else away, and it's probably one of your attackers. We saw Ronaldo Cisneros start today instead of Marcelino Moreno. I think it was the right call based off what we've seen. It didn't work out because Cisneros – wasn't very good today. He, he, he worked hard, but he wasn't very good in moments where he needed to be strong on the ball. Moreno came on and, and brought you something completely different. It's a different game at that point, too, which has to be factored in into the, the hindsight being 2020 as it always is. Michael Valverde says, Austin is a good team, but this is the result of kids playing in the back and just making the errors that young players make. For Wiley especially. I mean, Caleb Wiley is one of the best 17-year-olds in the United States. There's no way around that. He's still 17, and he's made a couple of mistakes. And it's important for him, when you, when you get into this, and this is something that, you know, we, we've talked about the fine art of being a coach or a manager in these situations, and it's not a science it is an art form at this point in these situations because you have to trust your gut reaction to how people are going to respond and you have to know your players 
some players need an arm around them in those moments. And I would assume that Caleb Wiley being his age and lack of experience probably is one of those players. You had to pick him up. Some players who didn't perform well and talked about Cisneros, I didn't think Joseph Martinez had a good game. I don't think he needs an arm around him in that moment. But how do you manage that? How do you manage it with Cisneros? Those are three very different players, and you're going to deal with them differently. And then that's separate than dealing with the team as a whole because the team has a personality. That's the challenge right now. And this is one of those kinds of post-game meetings that could be a turning point either way for the rest of the season. Matt Wagner says the change to three in the back should have happened at half. Also, Dwyer has been a consistent goal-scoring threat and would have provided a much-needed spark. I have a lot of questions after tonight because of the questionable effort and focus. I, I hate the effort thing, and I'm, I'm sorry I've said it before, and I will say it again. Um, it's a completely unfair statement for people in the stands for me and you Mike to to question effort in general because you can't quantify it you can't quantify it and you don't know the entire situation with all of it I, I think it's a, a cheap excuse I don't think it was effort I haven't thought it's effort all season long it's quality and it's mistakes happening those are different things than effort focus is different than effort Going to three center backs to get into the, the tactical part of it, going to three center backs, it did look better. You also then have to sacrifice somebody further up the field to go to three center backs when you're trailing 2-0. That's not your first gut reaction to how to fix that, is to sacrifice an attacking player for an extra center back. So I, I think, again, the situation's different. I don't know if that fixes it. I think the question is more about how you go forward do you go with three center backs? And I can buy into that conversation. But the the thing about Dwyer, too, it, you can't do both. <laughs> like It's really hard to do both because then you're sacrificing somebody else to bring on Dwyer, and it's really difficult. Dom Dwyer's been great in these moments. He's been outstanding in these moments. But in this game, who are you going to pull to bring on the other forward at that point? I don't know if it made much sense after the third goal. Uh, David suggests maybe simplifying the game and just play long in the first 15 minutes next game to limit any risk until the team gets its legs. It's easy to say and it's hard to do because you build a philosophy and style and personality of a team and you build a game model over extended period of time. And when you dump that because of injuries or isolated results – Basically, you're saying you believe in it to begin with. And I don't think you can do that. I think you lose the team in those moments. There is a balance to it. You can be simpler in those moments. But I, I don't think in general that's the issue. The, the first goal that's given up here is not because Atlanta United was too risky with the ball. It's, it's a giveaway. It happens. And, and any possession team is going to have those. And you can't really be your best by just dumping it long now talked about it through the match and it was something that I thought opened up a little bit more and I would like to see this team do a bit more and it's something that that Gonzalo Pineda's talked about with playing more direct at times and I think it's twofold one it does relieve a little bit of pressure in those moments and that's fine two if you don't win the ball initially this is a good team on winning the second ball and this is a good team in counter pressing and you can play to those strengths a little bit 
further away from your goal. And I'd like to see them look for those moments more. But to make that effective, you got to have one of two things. You got to have a target forward who can hold the play up when they do win that first ball. You don't have that. That's not Joseph Martinez. That's not Dom Dwyer, his height. That's not anybody you have in this team. It's not Ronaldo Cisneros' game. Second, if you can't do that, you've got to have people who consistently run in behind and get the run in behind. I think Cisneros is the one who gives you that, but he's got to deliver. He didn't today. Araujo can give you that, although it's not the best part of his game. He has it. Joseph doesn't give you that at this point. He's not looking to make that run in behind on a long ball because he doesn't have I, – I don't know what it is exactly, but he, he's not making as many runs as he did in the past. The official home for our Atlanta United. Catch every game here. WZGC Atlanta. WZGC HD1. An Odyssey station. Okay. Uh, we'll try to do that in a moment, I guess. Uh Oh, we dropped. Okay, and we're back now. Okay, well, that, that that's good to know. Well, we did play the ID. All right, ac- excellent. Hey, Dylan, <laughs> Dylan Matthews, just uh, it, as always, on top of it. Thank you, Dylan. Um, okay, uh, as we wait for Panana, and again, still uh, apparently talking to the team, a team talk that's now in its second hour. Um, we'll continue with a few more comments on Twitter. Uh, Kevin from Charlotte says the team mentality is still a big issue for him. I see old Atlanta teams with players trying to prove themselves, and he sees the opposite of that team now. But the opposite is players not trying to prove themselves, and that, that's not it. The mentality is an issue. It is. And again, and I'm, I'm sorry to bring it up because it, it, it rankles some, but your mentality is not what it was day one because Brad Kazan's not on the field. Osvaldo Alonso's not on the field or on the bench. Miles Robinson is not on the field. You knew you could take more chances with Miles Robinson as a center back because you believed he's going to clean everything up because he did. He put the Superman cape on. He's not there. You don't have Brooks Lennon, who constantly motor up and down the right side. You don't have Andrew Gutman, who was giving you that on the left side. Your mentality is different right now than it was a month ago two months ago, three months ago, preseason. It is, and, and there's no way around that, and that is a factor. But a factor in why your mentality is different is a lot of the players who were going to give you that leadership and give you that hard-edged mentality are watching from the stands. Okay, uh, we're going to take another break. Uh, hopefully we'll come back and we'll hear from Pineda. Uh, but we're starting to run out of time on our allotted time. So uh, we'll take our final break and come back with the conclusion of the full-time report in a moment as Atlanta United falls to Austin 3-0 this evening on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. That should be it. That is it. Full-time. This is the full-time report on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. All right, so uh, wrapping things up here at Mercedes-Benz Stadium after Atlanta United's 3-0 loss to Austin this evening. Uh, it's becoming apparent. I don't think we're going to get to Gonzalo Pineda uh, in our allotted time. We are well over one hour since the conclusion of the match, and uh, the team talk continues. I just want to be really clear on one thing. Um, in my opinion... We as media can chill out. Uh, There's obviously things that need to be dealt with right now by Gonzalo Pineda. So while we regret that we can't bring you his comments here on the full-time report, I think Jason and I are of the understanding 
that he's got things to deal with right now. So what I would recommend for those of you who are interested in Pineda's post-match comments is to uh, maybe keep an eye on Atlantic United's YouTube channel. Uh, typically, they post the comments from the coach and players uh, almost immediately after they occur. Yeah. So uh, keep an eye on Atlanta United's YouTube. Meanwhile, um, look, it, it's one loss. It, it's a 3-0 loss. It is a loss. Atlanta United's only won one of their last nine league matches. I mean, you don't like that. But I think something we've been trying to drive home is you can't let Austin beat you again Wednesday night because Real Salt Lake is a very respectable, very tough side coming in here for a rare meeting with Atlanta United. And uh, now the um, the need to get six points out of the remainder of this homestand is very, very acute for Atlanta United. Yeah, it's critical. And we were talking before the game today, uh, the two of us and uh, Kevin Egan and Jeff Lorenowitz and Jillian Sakovitz as we're all preparing for broadcasts. And, and Jeff asked me if I thought this was a must-win game today. And I said, no, I, I don't think game 18 on the schedule can be called a must-win game. And just the, the tightness of the table, I did not feel like this was a must-win game. It's one game later, um, and I think it's probably more for mentality and for confidence than purely the numbers of it because it's game 19 on Wednesday. Yeah, I, I think it does have the feel of a must-win game. And it's a critical one against a team that, you know, we've seen teams do this coming into Mercedes-Benz Stadium, and RSL is 100% comfortable in doing it, sitting back and defending deep and making it difficult to break you down. It's a very good team with a good goalkeeper in Zach McMath, two good fullbacks in Aaron Herrera and Andrew Brody, but then players who can hurt you going the other way. Pace and Anderson Julio, Jefferson Savarino's back in that team. He's done damage to Atlanta United in the past. It won't be an easy one on Wednesday. And if, if Jeff Lorenowitz asked me on Wednesday if that was a must-win or if this is a must-win game, I would probably agree with him. And I think it's more about mentality and confidence than pure numbers and points available in the table. But it has that kind of a feel after tonight. All right, well, Jason and I will be back with you Wednesday night. 7 o'clock will be the uh, Five Stripes Countdown. 7.30 will be the kickoff here at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Dukes and Bell with Mark Zinno will be broadcasting for Mercedes-Benz Stadium starting at 2 p.m. before Wednesday's match with pregame coverage as well. So be sure to join us for that. That'll do it for tonight. Our on-site engineer, David Jones, our producer, Dylan Matthews. For Jason Longshore, I'm Mike Conti. Once again, Atlanta United falls to Austin tonight, 3-0. We will see you on Wednesday here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.